Welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lindsay and Isabel. So glad that you're coming back to give us another listen. If this is your first time listening to us, then welcome. So glad that you found us. Hope you really enjoy it. Today, we are going to be discussing all things wedding and splurges and saves and what we think is important to kind of go crazy about during a wedding and what is maybe not as important where you can save some of your money. Yeah, this is something that's really difficult to decide in the moment because you want everything to be so nice for the wedding. But when you look at the prices for some of this wedding stuff, it's ridiculous. You have to cut back somewhere. Yeah, it's definitely a very emotional process. You're super excited that you're getting married. You can't wait for the wedding. You've been Pinteresting, you know, all these great ideas. You can't wait to put them all in place, but then the reality sets in that you still got to have a budget, you still got to make things happen. And for Isabel and I, we were very lucky in the sense that our parents paid for our wedding, but that didn't mean that we didn't have to have a budget. So our parents paid for most of it. Um, my in laws paid for the rehearsal dinner. Isabel, did your in laws pay for the rehearsal dinner? Yeah, my in-laws paid for the rehearsal dinner, and then they also covered the DJ for us. Okay, and so most of the big expenses were paid for by family members, which we're super grateful for and was awesome. And we paid for a few things ourselves here and there, but for the most part, it wasn't our pocketbook that was shrinking from this, but we did have to stick to a budget. We had to, the way our parents did it was... We kind of looked for every individual thing we were going to do, price it out, give a couple of options, and then our parents would just say yes or no, like that's in the budget or that's not in the budget. So whether your parents were doing it like that or if they kind of just gave you one big budget and then you had to fit whatever you wanted in that budget or you're paying for it for yourself, I think it's really good to kind of give a good hard look at what is actually important to you for the wedding. Yeah, one of the most important things for me was my dress. I just really wanted to look good on that day, like the best day of my life. And I wanted my husband to think I was just so beautiful walking down the aisle that that was one of my biggest concerns. And I actually didn't really have to splurge that much on my dress. It only cost about $350 because our younger sister goes to school for costume design. So she was able to make my whole dress for me. All I had to pay for was the fabric, but if I did have to, that's something I'd be willing to spend a little bit more money on. Yeah, so your circumstance was a lot different than most people. I would also say that the wedding dress is something that I would want to splurge my money on. It's, you know, it's that that one special thing you're going to wear. It's going to be in all the pictures. You want to look good. You want to feel good about yourself, and it's just something that you can keep from the wedding as well. And, you know, if you decide you want to pass it down or whatever it is you want to do with it, it's just really important and kind of a pinnacle piece, I think, of most people's ideas of what, like, the perfect day is going to look like. So I definitely say the dress is a splurge, 100%. I also had mine made. It was made by a friend. I think it cost me about $800. It was one of my mom's friends. And she did an amazing job. I absolutely love the dress. Again, it wasn't too much of a splurge actually as far as wedding dresses go just because we had it made. But if we hadn't had it made, I definitely would have still wanted to make sure I got the perfect dress. Yeah, and that can be really hard to do. I actually went and tried on dresses before my sister made it for me because you never get what you think you're going to get. I tried on all these ideas I had from Pinterest and then I got like the exact opposite of what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that's funny how it works out like that. 
I I ended up trying on a few different dresses. None of the stores really had the style at the time that I wanted unless you were going to spend like thousands upon thousands of dollars, which we didn't have, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to spend on a wedding dress. So I couldn't really find the style I wanted at the time. Um, it, my wedding dress was long sleeve lace and I know that that's kind of in style right now, but when I was looking, it was still very much the strapless dresses were kind of in style. So it was kind of hard to find. So that's why we ended up getting ours made anyways, just because I couldn't find the dress I wanted and it worked out great and perfect. Absolutely loved my dress, but yeah, the dress is definitely something that I would put in the splurge category. The biggest one for me though, actually, was the venue. So the venue was the one that I took the longest to decide on. I went to a bunch of different locations. It took me forever because I had to find one in my budget and I don't know if any of you have ever been to Severance Hall in Cleveland, Ohio, but that was like my dream location, but they are super, super expensive. Um, so my parents were like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so I had to look and look and look, and I was looking for this really specific look. I wanted to feel kind of more old school and have these big chandeliers and just something special about it that it didn't look like standard hall. And we found this place in Sandusky, Ohio. That's where we ended up getting married. Yeah, so we got married on the lake and it's called Lyman Harbor. And the outside of the place actually looks really, really old and dingy because it used to be this old shipping and docking location for boats. And so it just looks like a shipyard like for boats and stuff on the outside. So nothing special. But when you go inside, they've refurbished the entire thing. And there's this huge ballroom with like a fireplace and the floor is all wood, which I loved because I didn't want carpet. So it was all wood and they had these two massive chandeliers and I absolutely fell in love and it worked with our budget and so I'm really glad that I took my time, found what I want and I found something within budget. So parents were happy, I was happy, it was a win-win situation. Yeah, the venue was a big deal for me too but I actually picked my church first in Akron, Ohio because uh, Lindsay's husband, Jacob, actually got confirmed there. So I'd been there before and I thought it was just one of the most beautiful churches I'd ever been in. So I was like, I for sure want to get married in this church. So I had to find a venue that wasn't too far away from the church I wanted. And I actually didn't take that long to decide. I don't take that long to decide anything really. If it's like not that bad, then I'm like, we'll go for it. But... <laughs> My venue was Guy's Party Center in Akron, and the outside kind of just looks like a regular old building. It's nothing special, but the inside was actually pretty nice and spacious, and it had gold undertones, which is kind of what my colors were, my vibe, so it was super nice, and they had really good food, which was also a concern for me because me and my husband love food to an extreme extent, so <laughs> that was important, but it was also about the same budget as the one Lindsay had, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's funny what we end up looking at as important because my place ended up having not that great of food, which I didn't really know at the time. Like, we tasted it and it seemed fine, but the day of, like, they had gone through some management changes and stuff, and the day of, the food wasn't really that great. But honestly, I didn't care because I just liked the look of the space a lot better. But yeah, Isabel was more you know, focus on what the food was going to taste like and all that kind of stuff. And so obviously everyone has their preferences and what they find as important. And that should be kind of said in all of this. So if our splurges aren't what your splurges would be, that's totally fine. 
you should definitely go with what is most important to you. But we're just kind of telling you what we think you get the most bang for your buck is. And finding a wedding venue that you absolutely love that still fits in your budget, I think is definitely worth it. I agree. And it just makes for beautiful pictures, which is another thing that I would splurge on is a photographer that is just really going to be able to capture the day well for you. I actually use the same photographer that Lindsay did for her wedding and she was amazing. Our pictures were so beautiful. I wouldn't have changed that at all. Yeah, so you guys have actually heard from our photographer, um, Hannah Donzi Photography. She was on the podcast a while back and we interviewed her about her um, about her business. And um, I absolutely love her pictures. She was a friend from college. So my pictures were a little bit cheaper than Isabel's were just because she was just starting off. So I was a little bit like a guinea pig, I suppose. But it worked out perfectly. Didn't matter that I was a guinea pig. I love my pictures, love Isabel's pictures. But yeah, that's definitely a splurge. You want to take your time finding the photographer that you like because every photographer has a different style. And what one person likes, maybe you don't like. So if the style of Hannah's photography doesn't really suit you and you like somebody who does a completely different style, then that's what you would want to look for because you're going to have these pictures for forever, so you definitely want to love them. You want to love them because it's going to be the thing that you look back on and it's going to be the thing that kind of you cherish and that holds all of your memories. Yeah, and mine definitely did that for me. I think that's something that a lot of people would want to splurge on. I know you can have somebody you know or a family member take pictures, but that's really difficult. Like my mother-in-law loves to take pictures. She took our engagement photos, but I wouldn't want to make her take them at our wedding because I want all our guests to enjoy. So especially if you're really close to the bride and groom, like if you're the mother or the father or whatever, I, I would want you to enjoy the day just as much as I'm enjoying the day. So it's not something that I would want you focusing on. I would want you focusing on enjoying the moment. So I think there's a place for having family and friends help with your wedding to cut costs, but you just got to balance that out and remember that you want them to enjoy your day just as much as you're enjoying your day. Our aunt is this amazing cake designer. She makes wedding cakes, all kinds of different cakes, and she has always said that her wedding gift to us would be to do like our dessert table. And so she did all of our dessert stuff and it was beyond cakes because cakes aren't even really my favorite. So she did a cake and then all these like little mini pies and chocolates. It was amazing. I absolutely loved our dessert table. It turned out perfectly, but it was really great that she was also able to enjoy the wedding because that was all done previous to the wedding. Yeah, which is a lot of work for the cakes and I know cakes can be really expensive. For ours, we have like five different cakes because I have a dairy allergy so she was trying to make one that would suit for everybody with all these different allergy problems and if I would have had to pay somebody for that it would have been really expensive so it's really great when your family can help you out a little bit. Yeah and our mom has a gluten allergy so I think that was on the list of things as well and then we have a couple cousins who are vegan so <laughs> there was like a whole list of things that we kind of had to make sure that the cake was going to work for. So it's really awesome if you can get somebody that you know to do that because again, I do believe cakes are pretty expensive and I mean, they're a ton of work, so I understand why they're expensive, but if that's not something that fits within your budget, then you might want to look at other options if a cake isn't going to work, if maybe you need to look at some other kind of desserts. But we just got super lucky that our aunt was going to be able to make that for us. And truly, it really, really turned out beautifully. I loved my dessert table. Okay, so 
Now let's move on to our saves, or I guess before the saves, I just want to point out two of the biggest things that I messed up on. So my videographer and my DJ, I kind of was done with the wedding planning. I didn't want to deal with it anymore. I had made all of these decisions. And when we got to the videographer and the DJ, I just said yes to pretty much the first person that I talked to about it. And they were cheap and they weren't expensive. And I was like, I'll save money. I don't care, whatever. And then my videographer, ugh, my videographer was the most annoying videographer on the planet. He was annoying me during the day of. My video didn't turn out well. I don't even know where my video's at. I think it's at my parents' house. I really have no idea. It didn't turn out well. I was so upset by it. It, uh, I, I really messed up on that one. And I mean, you live and you learn. It's not the end of the world. I have the pictures. I have the memories. But that was definitely frustrating. So I would say pay attention to the videographer. And then the DJ, he... <laughs> He didn't have some of the songs saved on his like hard drive when he was playing. So if somebody requested a song, he would literally find it on YouTube if he didn't have it. And then the ad would play at the beginning and you're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, come on. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I remember your DJ and your videographer being a little sketchy, which inspired me to make sure mine were not. But yeah, I'm glad that I could help you with that and make sure that yours were better. Oh, it was so frustrating. And we had a really good time anyways. Like my family knows how to throw a party. Everyone was having fun. Everyone was having a good time out on the dance floor. Like it didn't stop us from having fun or anything. It obviously just would have been better if we had a better DJ. Yeah, those are some things to really think about. You want good quality. So some of the things you could maybe save a little bit of money on in my opinion, are the centerpieces because, first of all, my hall, when I went there, they were willing to provide me with some. They were really generic and not what I wanted, but if you don't care, you could get free ones included with your venue, possibly. But for my wedding, we bought everything pretty cheap for the centerpieces and kind of did a little DIY stuff to make it look exactly how I wanted it to. Yeah, so I think centerpieces are one of the biggest things that people start to Pinterest and they can get really out of hand if you're not careful on what you're buying. So I didn't want to use the standard centerpieces either, but again, if you had to, you obviously could. I just didn't want to use those. So what we did, so I had this idea, I really like to read, as you guys know, and so I had this idea that I would find all of these vintage looking books, these nice hardback books, and I would stack three on a table. I used a picture frame to kind of put a quote from one of the characters on top of the stack of books and one flower. And the quote had something to do with relationships. So I really liked this idea. I thought it fit with me as a person because I wanted my wedding to look beautiful, but I also wanted it to have personal touches. But we did all of this for really, really cheap. I found really cheap frames on Amazon. I bulk ordered them. And then I also found books that I borrowed from people and books that I found like used bookstores and stuff. So it was really, really inexpensive to do. And since I only had one flower on each table, it was really cheap because flowers are where your price tag can really go up and up and up. And I think that brings us to our next one is that you can save money on your flowers. So our family actually owns a flower shop in Ohio. And so we went through them and they're amazing and the flowers are beautiful. And so we didn't cut costs in the sense that we got cheap flowers, but we cut costs in the sense of where we use the flowers. Right. I didn't use 
any real flowers for decorations. We had fake ones and then the only real flowers I had was for my bouquet, the throwaway bouquet, and then my bridesmaids. We didn't do boutonnieres or anything because I just personally don't like those. So we didn't have that many flowers we had to pay for. Same, we didn't do boutonnieres because they're not my favorite. When I see boutonnieres, I usually think more of like prom. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. So I just didn't really like boutonnieres. So we did real flowers for my bouquet, my throwaway, my bridesmaids bouquet. And then we had one flower on each table and the flowers on each table were fake I still have them to this day I got to keep them which is pretty cool because they're really nice fake flowers they don't look fake it was a really nice thing to kind of take away from the wedding and keep as a memento but the real flowers that we got were beautiful and I think that having them you know not on every single table and not on every single pew if you're getting married in a church really saves on money and the churches that we both got married in were beautiful that's the one thing about catholic churches is that they're really pretty by themselves they don't really need a lot to kind of dress them up because the architecture themselves do that I feel so that's kind of where we saved the money was that we didn't feel like we needed to deck out the church with a bunch of flowers yeah so another thing you could save on is your shoes that you're gonna wear for the day of um I had some decently nice shoes they cost me a little bit of money but they weren't like the highest quality shoe in the world because no one's really staring at your feet so it doesn't matter that much to me at least yeah so if you're gonna spend a lot of money on your dress then your shoe is something that you can kind of balance that out with you don't need to buy the most expensive pair of shoes because to be honest you're probably gonna take them off anyways while you're dancing all night so you're not gonna wear them for super long and then if you're wearing a long dress which most people do when they get married you're not gonna see them if you really love shoes and you're wearing a short dress and it's something that you want to splurge on that's great but I would say for the majority of brides it's not really something you need to splurge on and then also favors so we spent a lot of time making my favors, but it wasn't expensive. So what I did was I really love Buckeyes. My mom makes these amazing homemade Buckeyes. They're the best. They're better than getting them in the store. The store ones are kind of fake and candy, but she makes amazing Buckeyes. So I decided that's what we were going to do. So we put two Buckeyes in a container and like wrapped it up with a bow. And I think it worked great. People enjoyed it. They got to eat it. It was something good. It took a lot of time, but it wasn't expensive. Yeah, that was... That was a lot of effort, but if you have people willing to do it with you, then it's not that bad. Uh, for ours, we had these bottle openers that looked like old keys because all my stuff at my wedding was really antique looking. And we just bought them in bulk on Amazon, so it really didn't cost that much. Yeah, I think favors are something that you can save a lot of money on and... The Buckeyes were a good way to go. And then for Isabel with the keys, it really fit with her theme. So I think there's easy ways that you can go about picking a favor without going overboard because you are going to have to buy it for all of your guests. And if you have a big wedding like we did, we had about 250 guests, then that can really add up. Very true. And then one more thing you could save on is rental cars, possibly. Um, I know some people like to get all those old-fashioned cars that cost a lot, which would be really, really cool, but expensive. I know some people get limos as well. Um, we had a party bus for mine, because <laughs> I just thought it would be more fun, easier to travel around with, but I mean, you don't really even have to do any of that if you have somebody willing to just drive you to your pictures and then drive you to the hall. Yeah, I think this one is something that's really fun to do, but it's definitely something that if you don't have the money, it can be easily cut, and I don't think you're going to really regret it later. So we had a limo. It wasn't a regular limo, was it, Isabel? I think it was like, um, what's it called? Was it like a Hummer limo? Is yeah, that what it was? I think it was one of those. 
Yeah. I think we had a, had a Hummer limo and um, had a lot of fun on it. It was fun, but our church wasn't very far from where we were taking pictures. So we actually like spent some time just like driving around the city, just partying a little bit before we went and did our pictures, which was really cool, but definitely a spot that you could cut the money. And then, yeah, if you get the vintage cars, like our parents had vintage cars when they got married and the pictures look awesome. But again, if you don't have the money to do that or that's not your style, it's definitely something that you can easily cut unless you're like a car guy or a car girl. And if you're really into it, then obviously maybe that's not somewhere where you want to cut. Yeah. So that's just some of our thoughts about where you can splurge or save on your wedding day. Let us know what you guys think on our Instagram or Facebook. Just leave us a comment if you agree or disagree with anything we said. We'd love to hear from you guys. We're at live potentially, L-I-V potentially. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We'd really love that. And we hope we'll see you guys again on the next episode.